Well, good morning and welcome to today's episode of Transformed. Today I want to talk a little bit about the, this Equality Act that is uh, coming to the Senate. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. I want to thank Park Home for our studio furniture and Taylor Design and Events for designing our studio. Many of you know that the House recently passed this the Equality Act and it's going to be headed for the Senate. Now, you know, I don't really get into a lot of political topics and I don't speak a lot on it yet. Um, this is one that I think I must address in some fashion. Um, it is something I really truly do um, oppose. And let me give you some points I recently read from an article on Franklin Graham wrote as to what this bill would cause to happen. First, the first point, I'm going to read these so that I'm very clear. First, he said that the bill would regard churches, schools, and hospitals as public accommodations. Thus, these institutions would be enforced to accept the government's roles on gender identity and sexual orientation. In this manner, misgendering and dead naming would constitute punishment. Secondly, it would allow transgender women to join sports for women, as well as men's intrusion into areas designated for women such as locker rooms, shelters, and prisons. It would also mandate or encourage schools to instruct children as young as first graders to choose their own genders. I got to tell you, that just amazes me. My grandchildren, who I love dearly, they don't have enough common sense to put coats and shoes and gloves on when it's winter and snowing out. And I'm going to give them the right to choose their gender identity in first grade. Uh, but thirdly, the legislation would strip the rights of organizations across the country to hire people with their shared beliefs. Christian organizations would be relegated to employ regardless of a person's gender identity or belief. Fourth, it would strip health professionals with the right to act in accordance with their moral convictions. This would enforce Christian medical professionals to engage in gender transition treatments against their belief. And then finally, the violation of the bill would allow the government to cut its support to religious universities receiving federal funding. This would also essentially impact federal grants and loans to students in religious schools. You know, I ponder this stuff. And first of all, let me say this. I don't like discrimination against anybody for any reason. I think there are some things that are um, rights to all people. And yet at the same token, I don't know that I like being discriminated against because I hold to what I would consider to be biblical values or a person of faith with moral convictions based upon the Bible. And yet I love people no matter their choices. I love them no matter what sexual um, orientation they are, whatever, whatever. I love the people. So this is not about the people. And yet I want to talk about one thing that keeps coming up in this bill. There is one term that is used repeatedly, and it is the term gender identity. Much of the Equality Act has to do with gender identity, this notion that we can choose what gender we want to identify as. Uh, we can be a man and identify as a woman. Uh, I can be a woman and identify as a man. I can identify as both. I can identify as neither. And I, man, I was just thinking about it. Then it struck me. Something struck me about this whole thing. The Equality Act is exactly that. It's an attempt. It's an act to be equal. But equal with who? And it hit me. It is an act of man 
trying to be equal with God. The Bible tells me God assigns, and he is the one that defines gender. The Bible says he made them male and female. He created men, and he created women. It's God's sovereign choice how he created man and woman, male and female, he created them. And yet now, we, the created, are looking to be equal with our creator. We want to reassign our gender. We want to redefine it. We want to be equal with God. And you know, um, being a person who holds to a biblical worldview, this is something that didn't start on the earth. This is something that started in heaven. The Bible says that Lucifer attempted to be equal with God, to overthrow God, to rise to the throne of God. And from that act of trying to be equal with God was cast to the earth. You see, one of the things about the enemy is that there are a number of things he cannot do. He cannot give life. He cannot assign gender. He cannot destroy marriage. And yet, what has he tried to do in our culture? The things that he cannot destroy, he has tried to redefine. I cannot destroy marriage, so I will redefine what marriage is. It can be between two men. It can be between a man and a, a, a cat I saw one time. In all these different ways. He cannot assign and define gender, so he will confuse it by trying to redefine gender. Now, you who were born a man, he's trying to redefine as a woman. You see, because what he can't destroy, he'll redefine. If he can redefine it, then he can pollute it and he can dilute it. And that is what is happening even in our culture today. And yet, I want to say this to you. This is not reserved only for gender identity. But it is something we do on many fronts. I mean, let's face it. The Bible says we've all sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. And let's face it. Sin is our attempt sometimes to be equal with God. God's principles say this, but we say this. You know, when you think about it, go back into the garden. And in the garden, Adam and Eve, the man and woman created by God, the first man, the first woman created by him, they sinned. And that sin was their attempt to be equal with God. As a matter of fact, being equal with God is the very thing that the serpent used as part of the temptation. For God knows that when you eat of it, you will be like him, knowing good and evil. You will be equal with God if you eat this. In their attempt to be equal with God, they chose to violate the principles of God's word. You know, the fact of the matter is, we've all found ourselves in that situation, haven't we? We like to point fingers at others, but the fact of the matter is, we do it in our marriages, we do it in our relationships, we do it on a level front, a lot of fronts. While I vehemently oppose this Equality Act, and yet I realize that many times in my life, I have imposed my own Equality Act. When I choose to make myself equal with God, by ignoring the very principles he expects me to live by. When I choose to violate his principles, I'm imposing my own equality act with God. And so, while I stand opposed to this equality act that's going to the Senate, and I want to encourage you to contact your senators, to contact those leaders, to contact them and vehemently tell them you oppose it, and to encourage them to vote no, because I'm telling you, this thing does not and cannot be passed into law. But that being said, let us remember, especially as believers, 
When we choose to violate the principles of God, we are imposing our own Equality Act in trying to be equal with God. Man, we don't want to do that, do we? So give us some thought. Have a great day. Have a great week.